So, Austin, did that recent hail storm cause some damage to your vehicle? Luxury Auto Works now brings you Austin's Luxury Auto Body for all of your collision and hail repair needs. We take all major insurance and provide same-day appointments and guarantee our work. Luxury Auto Works is your European dealership alternative for service and repair needs. BMW, Mercedes, Land Rover, Jaguar, and Audi. To book your appointment today for collision, hail, service, and repair needs. That's Luxury Auto Works. From the 102.7 ESPN studios in Austin, Texas, this is the Jeff and Ed Show. Welcome back to the show. I'm Ed. He's Jeff. Brandon is here pushing all the right buttons. As we continue our discussion about the National Football League, we're down to a Final Four, and there are no pretenders in the Final Four, to say the least. Some would say, what about Detroit? They are no pretender this year with the way they've been playing all year long. Jeff, here's that. Here's here's Jason Kelsey's uh, pull the little girl out of the stands I showed you. Isn't that Thank sweet? It's not fake, it's sweet, it's sweetness. Set up, I'm sure there's an ad coming soon. On X, they also said the halftime show should be Jason Kelsey dancing while Taylor Swift sings. Yeah, that wasn't a good look for him. That was, he was drunk. He'd been drinking all day long. That's a lot of alcohol, man. All day long. That's a lot of alcohol. A lot. Yeah, I think he was, he was just having fun. Uh, welcome back. Final Four set. Kansas City at the Ravens. That's the early game. Two o'clock kickoff. Ravens favored by three and a half. Lamar Jackson at all. And then the late show, Detroit at the 49ers. The 49ers had the big scare against the Packers. Packers uh, lose late. 49ers favored by six and a half over Detroit. Right now, and I think Jeff and I both agree, we like Detroit plus the points. That line started at seven in Vegas, and it's already gone down to six and a half. People are jumping on the Dan Campbell bandwagon, and Dan Campbell made it clear yesterday after the game. He said, hey, we got two games left. We don't have one game left. We got two games left. So it is uh, it is a different Detroit deal, a different Detroit deal. Their offensive line is first or second with the Chiefs. Their quarterback is... The hottest, the hottest two or three. Their running backs are, outside of Christian McCaffrey, the best left. Their tight end is ridiculous. Their defensive front, ridiculous. Their secondary, not so much. Not so much. That's it. Yeah. They're that good. So. I just think that. They are the, what's the word for it? They're they're the Cinderella team this year. They're the feel-good story. But their story, Houston was a story, but they've got stars. Houston was a a, a nice story with Ryan's a new head coach, but they had had the players. They had C.J. Stroud, who's going to be the rookie of the year. Same for Detroit. They're the kind of the feel good because it's been so long since they won a playoff game. Now they've won two home playoff games and can get the first their first NFL title. What was the last time? Good lord, they've, they've never won one. They've never won an NFL no. title. Never won at all. No, I thought they might have during the great Bobby Lane years. 
I mean, no. it, I mean the NFC title. I can't remember. Yeah, I no. I guess they have not. I mean, it's. I can look it up. I mean, I don't know. It's. Uh, they've in, in our lifetime, they haven't won anything. No, no, have not. They were have never been good. Have never been good. But now they're good. They're ticking up. And, and they're going to stay that way for a little while. Yeah. As long as they keep Jared Goff. Right. Um, and it's a good story. I think it's going to be redemption for Jared Goff to get to another Super Bowl. They would, If they were to beat San Francisco, I believe Baltimore is going to beat Kansas City. But either Baltimore or Kansas City, they would be the big underdog in that game against Kansas City or or the Ravens. They'd be the underdog. Right. Um, yeah, I, I don't. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I, San Francisco was got away with one. Yeah. I mean, I think if that they've been playing Detroit that night, they lose. I think just about anybody runs, they lose. Detroit runs right at them. I mean, that's that's what you know. Green Bay did to Dallas. They turned around and did it back to the 49ers. They run right at mm-hmm. them. And uh, yeah, I mean, I, I don't. Um, I think Detroit runs right at San Francisco and mm-hmm. says, go ahead, stop. You know, try to stop us. I do think you have pause if you're a San Francisco fan of the way your quarterback played for most of the game. And it seems the fragileness of Christian McCaffrey and now Debo Samuels. I think that's going to... That's going to give a little pause, and I think Shanahan's got to develop a game plan this week because you're going to have Aiden Hutchinson in Brock Purdy's face all afternoon long, right, all evening right. long. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm I'm fine. I mean, I'm fine with it. I I, I think I mean, would it be would more would people be more excited if Detroit would, would it be a better viewing experience if it was Detroit? Would people be more excited? Or would that be a buzz kill? Do we want San Francisco and Baltimore? Or San Francisco yeah. and... Yeah. I could live with... I, I'd love San Francisco and Baltimore. I could live with Detroit and and Baltimore. I could live with the Detroit or San Francisco and Kansas City. By the way, Bobby Lane did lead Detroit to an NFL title in 1957. 1957. The former Texas Longhorn, okay. whose name is retired at DKR Texas Memorial Stadium. Okay. That, Bobby Lane... Here's a television station that has gotten NFL conspiracy theorists stirred up, um, saying claiming that the Super Bowl may be rigged. So, in a box placed near the bottom right corner of the screen, the description reads, Reba McIntyre, Usher, and Post Malone are slated to perform at San Francisco 49ers and Baltimore Ravens Super Bowl matchup on February 11th. Who said that? The, the TV station put it on their screen. Uh-huh. And so now, of course, idiot fans in tinfoil hats believe the NFL's got it fixed. No, it's just somebody on a somebody on a machine got something wrong. Yeah. So the second the second round this was posted on the TV station site before the playoffs even started this weekend. Hmm. Yeah, Reba McIntyre. Reba doing what? Pre-game, I bet. Who would do that? What's the point? I don't know. <laughs> okay, uh, but they a also, diverse demographic. I guess so. You got to make sure you get every everybody pop in there. Who who is on that list? It's Reba McIntyre. Usher is the halftime show. Yeah. Post Malone. 
are set to perform at the San, at the 49ers and Baltimore Ravens Super Bowl matchup, which is, in, Vegas, which is in Vegas. <laughs> They've already posted this, and now people, of course, are flipping out, um, saying, see, the fix is in. Uh, just somebody got information wrong and put it on a screen. W- would the country prefer it be San Francisco, Baltimore, or no, San Francisco, Kansas City, or would people really want Detroit there? I think the country would be okay with San Francisco, Baltimore. I think they, the country would be okay with just about any of them, to tell you the truth. I really do, because Detroit has captured the nation. 49ers are the 49ers. The Ravens are powerful in KC with Patrick Mahomes. No pretenders, no question marks in this deal. I could live with a Detroit KC or Detroit Ravens. I could live with a 49ers Ravens, 49er Kansas City. I think they're all would be excellent games. The trouble you are fixing to get in is Green Bay and Detroit in the yeah. NFC Championship. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. That would be a ratings loser. Yeah, unless you're, or you're no. In the what great I, what I was thinking at one point was that game was close, and Baker Mayfield was hot. I was thinking, what if it's Green Bay Tampa Bay? Yeah, if it would have been Green Bay Tampa Bay. I mean, because you know Green Bay should have won that night. Yeah, but. I thought that's is that everyone's worst nightmare. Or is that's that worst, really cool? That's worst nightmare. Yeah. That's when you that's when you don't give a rip about the games. I will watch both games because, especially Casey and the Ravens, I think it's a great game. Yeah, and I think it's a great story with Detroit. And Jared Goff, a California guy, went to college thirty miles away at Grew Cal up Berkeley. Right there, yeah, hometown guy. The Debo Samuel's question mark, and can Kyle Shanahan get over the hump? Yeah, can Kyle. I like it. Yeah. I like it. A Texas Longhorn, I, I, after I did the thing about six TCU players. Six. Six. Wow. Um, That's amazing. A Longhorn is guaranteed to be in the uh, Super Bowl 18 of the last 19 years. Longhorn has been play, uh, played in the Super Bowl. What Longhorn plays for the 49ers? Uh, I think they may no. consider Kyle Shanahan. Oh, shut up. Well, shut up. He played for the Longhorns. He's a vital part. I'm sorry. What is his reception record? I would say that's zero catches for zero yards. There's a Longhorn on the 49ers. I don't think Kyle... Did Kyle Shanahan ever play in a game? Of course he did. He played a lot of spring games. I see. Name for me one... They named one game Kyle Shanahan played in for the Longhorns. I I can't remember any game Kyle Shanahan played for the Longhorns. All I know, he was Chris Chris Sims' really, really close friend. Okay, and that means he played what again? Did Matt, he even have a uniform? Matt Pryor was is an offensive tackle. Went to TCU for San Francisco. Da, da, da. D. Winters is a linebacker from TCU. Plays for San Francisco. Jason Verrett is a cornerback TCU. Damn, Gary Patterson's right. I see no Longhorns on. The San Francisco lineup, I do see Longhorns with Kyle Shanahan. Yeah. That that he's he's gonna be the Longhorn representative for the 49ers, yeah. Even though he never played. Oh uh, never he, well he, he wasn't even on the team. Yes, he was. What do you mean, Texas team? Yeah. I'm gonna Google it. Your, your proof of this is what? Well say in a I mean, he showed up to hold a blocking dummy one spring, 
And you're going to call that? I, I mean, I don't want to sound bitter. I'm just, well, I don't, I don't quite get it. I don't. I'm, I'm calling your fa- fake news. Is what I'm going to say to you. Kyle right Shanahan, wide right receiver. All right, here we go, my All friend. All right, let's see it. Uh, in 2001, wide receiver played in 11 games, seven receptions for 65 yards. In 2002, senior wide receiver played in 12 games, seven receptions. He's 14 total receptions. Okay. Well, I asked, horse. did he ever had a reception? Did yes, he had 14. No wow. touchdowns. Did you ever know that? I remember him playing. Sure, I, I do. Don't remember. Yeah, I, I don't remember, remember him playing. I mean, I'm sure it was garbage. He'd be whatever. I mean, he had, actually had seven catches. Well, it was during the, the time when Mac got Chris Sims, and he got Kyle Shanahan. Yeah. It's sort of like when you played when. Jimmy Johnson's yeah. son was he was he a player? Yeah. Was he was yeah, he was on uh, special several special teams. Was he? Uh huh. Yeah. He was. I mean, I don't remember him playing otherwise, but I'm sure he did. I just I don't ever remember Kyle Shanahan catching any passes. But you've you found it. So I did. I found it. Okay, that counts. All Devin right. Duvernay for Baltimore. Right. Justin yeah. Tucker. Yep. Texas Longhorn for Got Baltimore. Uh, Nobody for the Chiefs. No, Chiefs do. Yeah, I told you a minute. Okay. Is that has yeah, yeah. Okay, and the the Lions, the Texas player for the Lions is whom? Uh I don't think there's a Yeah. You're throwing out fake news. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. They're guaranteed to have a player or somebody, a representative. I call Kyle Shanahan played for Texas, fool. I just debunk debunk that. Here's another TCU guy. Hapalalalaviri Vlate, a guard. Here's a Baylor guy, Connor Gavin. Uh, Longhorns, no, no, no. No Longhorns on Detroit. No Longhorns play in the Motor City. God, six TCU players. Six TCU players. Yeah, let me go to Kansas City, find the players there. For the Kansas City Chief, Chief, Chief. Brandon, you need to get some music for this or something. Well, like, I'm just trying to, you know, you're, you're yelling it. at me. You're calling me well, you're names. Fake news, yeah. It's not fake news. That news came from the University of Texas. Okay. Okay. Well, I mean, you've you've been correct on Kyle Shanahan. I'll I'll give you that. Thank you very for here's another T-shirt. You got Lucas uh, Nagin. Yahoo News is reporting Cowboys coach Mike McCarthy will not get a contract extension, will coach in 2024. Why everyone felt the need to announce this is beyond me. Charles Amenahu, um, defensive end for Kansas City. Lone Longhorn on the Chiefs. Adam Schefter of ESPN says McCarthy's deal expires at the end of the 2024 season, and that could mark the end of his time as head coach of Dallas. And I don't know who, why this is newsworthy, like, who really thinks he was going to get an extension? There's nobody nobody except Mrs. McCarthy. Right. He's lucky that he has, a, I mean, he's going to get paid for a year regardless. Mm-hmm. He's, by the way, one in three in the postseason. Okay. He doesn't deserve an extension. Dallas is the first team in the Super Bowl era to win 12 games in three straight seasons without advancing to at least a conference title game. Yeah. That's not a good thing. No. It's not it's at not, all. It's not like a badge of honor. He's won 36 games in the last three years and not advanced to the championship game. That's right. not acceptable. Right. And and I don't even know. I mean, I guess Jerry, I think Jerry Jones announced it 
to make it look like he's a real tough guy. Well, he's trying I think- to spin. You should have fired him. Um, he tried to spin. You should fire him into this. Mm-hmm. Like this was somehow going to justify. Like, ooh, I got him. This is going to fix it now. I think this. He did that because he didn't want to seem like a reactionary person like we are on the radio to say, I got to fire him right now, which I think, I just think the Cowboys need to go in a new direction and they're not going to go in any w- way, shape or form in new directions with, with Mike McCarthy and Dak Brackett back. It's going to be the same deal. It's going to be the very same deal. And I fear that. And again, all four quarterbacks in the playoffs this weekend are younger than Dak Prescott. Green Bay has won more games, playoff games, at Jerry World than the Cowboys have, for goodness sakes. The Detroit Lions have won more playoff games than Dak, Pre- than Dak Prescott has. Or, I should say, Mike McCarthy has in the Mike McCarthy era. So many things going against him. So many things. Jim Harbaugh. Why would you give an extension? I would not. He should have been fired in the first place. I think I mean, he should have been fired, too. I mean, I, I, don't, I can't even believe he would even ask. I don't believe he did ask. That that doesn't make any sense. It would be kind of presumptuous for him to say, "I want an extension." Well, yeah, his boss should say, "Well, go go find another gig." I guess. Who's going to hire him? Is he going to walk out the door? Uh, it, that, it's that's absurd. Jim Harbaugh expected to meet with the Chargers again this week. Second interview for the team's next head coaching position. That's where he should be. I think that's where he will go. And then that opens – Jim Harbaugh gets the first pick, and then after that I think that Bill Belichick gets his pick of the next job. Which will be more than likely, I believe, Atlanta. Yeah. With a very good owner and a team desperate to win. All you have to do is go get a quarterback, and you'll be – you've got two running backs, you've got a quarterback, and you'll be okay. More than okay. And then Dan Quinn is also interviewing with Carolina this week. Oh, 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 oh. Don't, don't do it. You're better off. Why? Yeah, don't go Why? to Carolina. Why? Wait around and be the Dallas coach. How about how about the Tennessee coach? How about the the Mike Vrabel, Washington coach? Vrabel, Vrabel shouldn't go to. He shouldn't go to Carolina. The Raiders yeah. hired, hired their guy. That's gonna be the that's gonna be the bad job. Who would want to go to Carolina and just waste away? Okay, we got to take a break. More on 1027 ESPN right after these. Jeff Ward and Ed Clements. Afternoons 4 to 6 on 1027 ESPN. You're listening to The Jeff and Ed Show on 1027 ESPN. Welcome back to the show. I'm Ed Clements along with Jeff Ward. On this Monday afternoon, uh, Texas Longhorns in basketball action tomorrow, 6 o'clock against Oklahoma. Texas got a last-second layup by Tyrese Hunter to defeat Baylor Saturday afternoon, a much-needed win for the Longhorns, who are now 2-3 and three in conference play, 13-5 and five, uh, on the season. Seven Big 12 teams are in the top 25, not Texas, as the Longhorns have a tough game against nationally-ranked Oklahoma tomorrow night at 6. Then Saturday, they go play... Uh, BYU, and then the following Monday they get the Houston Cougars. Tough sledding for Rodney Terry and crew. I did not see the the apology for the outburst against UCF. I did not see. I just heard about it. What did he say when he apologized for 
lashing out at the UCF players. Yeah, he went on and on and on about uh, the brand and about, uh, you know, we're better than that. And he he just, he he went on and on and on about it. It was, it was weird. Here you go. Associated Press, uh, Texas coach Rodney Terry apologized after his team beat Baylor and how he reacted earlier in the week when he saw Central Florida players uh, do horns down. Terry had called the actions by UCF players classless. And then he sat down and said, I had no intention of trying to show up anyone, to offend anyone in terms of what occurred in the game. Um, They have a good year. Personally, if I offended him or his program or anyone for that, it was not my intention. We have a lot of passion, blah, blah, blah. I apologize to our fans. But he opened up the can of worms because tomorrow night and. Boomer Sooterland, they're going to be doing horns down like the crazy, and they'll be doing it yeah. everywhere, and they'll yeah. be doing it next year with the SEC because they know well, Rodney's sensitive about it. Yeah, I mean, just go win, man. Yeah, he. <laughs> what made it worse is they lost at home. Right. I mean, yeah, right. it was a jackass thing to do. Okay. Is it jackass thing to do when Texas fans goes, "Oh, you yeah, suck"? Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. He's still talking about it. He needs to stop talking yeah, about it. Just I, go play the games it, and win the games. Yeah, it's, it's it's weird. I mean, I guess he feels really guilty about his rant. Um, I think somebody said, hey, we've been down this road before. You just, as uh, Steve Sarkeesian kept saying, embrace the hate, which it is a hate. It is, it's part of the deal, man. It's part of the deal. They did you in your own arena. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry, Rodney. Sorry. Yeah. Just go win games. Yeah, win games. Big um, win. They got to hump it uh, because right now, two and three, 13 and five, it's a long way to go, but it's a good conference. There are no weak teams in this conference. Not at all. Not at all. No, I'm trying to think of a weak team. There's not. West Virginia beat Kansas Saturday. There's no weak teams in this conference. Uh, I had fun watching. The golf tournament yesterday. I doubt if you did because you were knee deep in football. I'm sure. Yeah. And, who and would parenting. be watching golf? I did because who it was would be watching golf. People who like history, Jeff. Divisional pe- playoff game. People who want. Well, this was at, at the Clements. I thank you very much, Brandon. Uh, this was right at at the beginning, right before uh, Buffalo started. So there was a lap lapse in time. The Detroit Tampa Bay game. Amateur Nick Dunlop of. Alabama won the American Express yesterday. First amateur to win a PGA Tour event since Phil Mickelson in 1991. Before that, it was Scott Verplank in 1985. It's unheard of for an amateur. This guy's got credentials, though. He's a uh, U.S. amateur champion. He was a Walker Copper, plays for Alabama. Really, really good, but he shocked the world yesterday by defeating a really good field uh, out in the desert. He didn't take the money. He couldn't have taken the money because you have to declare before the tournament. So the second place finisher, Christian Bezadenheit of South Africa, took the first place check of $1.5 million for finishing second. Nick Dunlop now has a two-year exemption on the PGA Tour. He's in all the elevated events where they have the money guarantees. He's in Augusta. He's in the PGA. But he, but he was in Augusta already with a U.S. Amateur win. Uh, he was in Augusta, U, uh, the U.S. Open, and the British Open. He's got to turn pro because he has a two-year full exemption 
which means he can go play where he wants to play. No Monday qualifying, no sponsor exemptions. You say, hi, I'm Nick. I won the American Express. I'm in this field. He can't pass that by. Doesn't get the $1.5 million. But, as I said, he played for Alabama. He already has a name, image, likeness. He had a contract with Adidas. Yesterday, Jeff, he was wearing an Adidas shirt and a tailor-made hat. Alabama is a Nike school, so uh, he can go get a ton of money with this notoriety from tailor-made and from Adidas and other advertisers and uh, just go go play golf See how you do for the next two years. Yeah, he sh- shouldn't. The only guy got stiffed in this is his caddy. The first place was one point five million dollars, and typically, if your man, if the player wins the tournament, the caddy gets ten percent. So the caddy uh, lost out on one hundred and fifty thousand dollars. But Christian Bezadenhoy yeah. made a six hundred thousand dollar putt. He birdied the last hole to get a lone second place. So that putt was worth $600,000. But congratulations to Nick Dunlop. Okay. You watch golf when there's I watch NFL golf. playoff. No, there was not on. NFL playoff. As, there I, as be, I said earlier, more as I said er- that guy's family might have been the only people watching a- in you. As I said earlier, there was a, a, a lapse between football and football games. So don't get on me just because I like to see sports history, unlike sports you. History. Unlike you. <laughs> sports history. Sports history, my friend. Important sports history. You didn't know he was going to win. He was leading going in the last day. I knew he was going to win. I, I knew he had a chance. He didn't have a chance till Sam Burns hit a ball in the in a watery grave on number seventeen at the stadium course. I didn't like Kansas, California. Okay. Well, good luck to him, Nick Dunlop, tur- turning pro. Yeah. Okay. Takes a lot of turn down one point five million dollars. Wow. But he'll make a lot. He's going to make a ton. He'll make a million dollars in endorsements on this this week. This week alone. What are you peering in your phone computer there? I'm dealing with stuff. Stuff. Um, All right. Here we go to Twitter. X or whatever it's called. Um, What is it? At Ghost in the Machine. I wonder what the Packers said to the all-important cheerleader. Perhaps something in the neighborhood of, hey, Dakota... I remember you from that strip club on Harry Hines Boulevard last time I was in Dallas. Cold, wrong, um, misogynistic by that texture. They should be banned from our radio station. <laughs> that would be uh, that would be Twitter, but they should be banned from our Twitter Twitter files. Misogynistic comments, sir. Uh, probably somewhat true, but yeah, at. A-R-M-S-T-R-D-J, overreaction. Jason Kelsey was up in the box making a fool of himself. Reality before the game, he was out with Bill's Mafia tailgaters. That's what I just said. Slamming beers and just starting retirement with a bang. Yeah, I said that. Do he was we a, know that he really retired or not? Yeah, he's retired. He's retired. He told his teammates. He was drinking booze well, he, out of a bowling ball. He, he got mad at ESPN for saying he was going to retire. And then he retired. Yeah, he's going to retire. Okay, but he hasn't officially retired yet, has he? I don't think he's had the ceremony yet. No, he's not had the official. Uh, Fly fishing is fun. Uh, At Jeff Ward Show, Dan Campbell is making Glen Rose, Texas proud. Glen Rose, where they have the dinosaur tracks up in Glen Rose. They've got got a Methodist camp up there, too, in Glen Rose. Very beautiful part of our state, just outside of Fort Worth. Also, Do we know that he's from there? Yeah. 
Okay. He's a former Texas A&M Aggie. Also had a yeah. small stint playing for the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah. Um, well, then, what's his name? The Aggie it was a really good defensive back as their defensive coordinator. Aaron, Aaron Glenn. Glenn. Aaron Glenn. Yeah. Who got, I believe Aaron Glenn got an interview for the Aggie job that went to head Mike Head coaching Elko. job? Uh-huh. Head coaching job with the Aggies. Okay. That went to Mike Elko. And that's a train wreck, too. Ross Bjork, who's taken the job at Ohio State, all but said he offered the job to Stoops' brother. What's a Kentucky brother? Is that Mike Stoops? Mike Stoops. And apparently the Board of Regents said, uh-uh, you're not, we're not going to get a Stoops. Go find somebody else. Why? They, didn't, they, they wanted Elko. Apparently the Board of Regents wanted Elko. They wanted the guy from Duke? Yes. Okay. They wanted the guy from Duke. Over the guy who was winning at Kentucky? C. Why? I'm going to have to ask them. Don't know. The same group that made the decisions about uh, Jimbo Fisher's extension? You're exactly right, my yeah, friend. They're really on a roll. They're on a roll. Uh, at Jeff Ward Show, message from Aaron. NFL will rig the Chiefs-Ravens game in favor of Team Swifty with Travis Kelsey's Pfizer Kelsey. Got to sell more jabs in the Super Bowl. I like where you're going with this. Ooh. Game with Buffalo was also rigged by the National Fauci League. Oh, and be sure to tell Ward that he sucks. <laughs> 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 That's it. Oh, That's it's it. a conspiracy. So Fauci and Pfizer and the found NFL. a du- body double for oh. Damar Hamlin. Yeah. And then Kelsey and Usher are doing Pfizer commercials. Aaron Rodgers is right. And you know who stayed away from the Kansas City game yesterday? The commissioner of the NFL who was at the... Detroit-Tampa Bay game. He stayed away because he's in on it, too. Okay. It's Aaron Rodgers is on it. That was a good good tweet, Aaron, and I thank you for telling me I suck. And by the way, you got to mention you hate the Packers now and you hate their quarterback and you hate that they almost made it to the NFC Championship game without you. Hmm. But, that's, but that's making him happy. I, that the is, guy that replaced him is playing really well. Yeah. And it turns out the Packers were right. Here's a neat, funny deal. The Lions have agreed to a contract with veteran tight end Zach Ernst. Yeah, they put him on the practice squad. Yeah, because they they're losing some tight ends. Interesting. Yeah, so he could play conceivably play. Could be elevated for NFL title game. Yeah, he could play in the NFL title game. He could be there two days. Now he'd be there Tuesday. Tuesday in practice. So he'd get three days of practice and then play in the NFC champion championship game and quite possibly the Super Bowl. Wow. And get Super Bowl money and a ring. He did for play two games. He, he had been playing for the da, 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 released by the Arizona Cardinals in November. JJ Watt wrote on social media that Ernst requested to be released so he could sign with a contender to make a run at his second Super Bowl ring. Yeah, won his first ring with the Eagles when they defeated New England. Super Bowl 52. Well, I mean, lucky guy. Yeah, lucky guy. Yeah, I mean, it's, I guess his strategy paid off weeks later that he wanted out of there. So, um, you know, so he could... He thought he was going to get to play for just somebody getting a chance in the playoffs. Little did he know that it would take weeks and he would get, might get to play in a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. So. Kind of cool to do that. Kind of cool. 
Again, the games on Sunday. First game is at 2 o'clock. CBS, KC at the Ravens. Ravens favored by 3.5. I don't have the weather yet. I'll do that later this week. Uh, the late show, Detroit at 49ers. Weather played a big part in that. It was raining like a son of a gun. Brock Purdy with the you small... Never wa- you know what? You never once said anything about rain in San Francisco. Uh, no, never you're once. so wrong. You... you were not listening as you're not listening now. Yeah, you... I mentioned heavy rain throughout the game and a high of 57 on Friday. You were you were talking to I don't know who. You were, you were just like you're doing now. You're on your computer typing in. Goodness knows what. Yeah. No, I did mention that. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. Mr. Weather Channel, and it poured. And it poured the whole time. It did. And never a word from you. I did say that. I would have... Uh, I, what is, so what is it now? I'll, I wasn't going to release it right now. I was going to release it because no one else can get the weather. No. Yeah, okay. Just want to make sure. No, I did overreaction versus reality earlier. Overreaction versus reality? Yeah. One of them was uh, Ron DeSantis is Ted Cruz 2.0. Sunday's weather in San Francisco, Jeffrey. Partly cloudy, 63, with a low of 54. There's rain in the forecast on Saturday, but not on Sunday. Okay? I shall now put in Baltimore weather for Sunday. Because it was cold, cold, cold in Baltimore last Saturday. Okay. Okay. Ted, he's Ted Cruz 2.0. Oh, uh, he took the easy way out. He's Ted Cruz 2.0, though. He became unlikable. I know this bothers you guys down the hall, but he became unlikable. He became Ted Cruz. No, he is Ted Cruz. With a haircut. Sunday in Baltimore, high 48, low 39. Perfect weather conditions for NFL football. No rain in the forecast in Baltimore for this Sunday. Note, uh, he's out. And the New Hampshire primary. What? I was wrong about him. I thought he was going to. I've made two colossal political predictions. Both have completely backfired. One was Rick Perry years ago. And he flamed out in the worst kind of way in a presidential run. Right. Forgot the two departments he he was going to... I predicted he was going to be the Republican nominee. Mm -hmm. It was a colossal flame out. And then I said, I don't know when, at what point, that Ron DeSantis would chew up Donald Trump. Never happened. A colossal flame out. No, he was... He's he's negative. He's just... He's that personality. He's Ted Cruz 2.0. Yeah. It was a colossal flame out. I didn't see that one coming either. So... Tomorrow is the New Hampshire primary. Oh, boy. There are 1.4 million people in New Hampshire. There are 2.6 people in the Austin, Round Rock, Hayes metropolitan area. Put you mean that 2.6 in, million? 2.6 million, yeah. yeah. Compared to only 1.4 million yeah. in New Hampshire. Why I mean, do we who give... Who knew there was 1.4 million? <laughs> why do we give credence to I, these? Why do we do that? Why is it such well, their a, vote counts, too. Their vote counts, Sort too. of. Why sort of, I don't but, know, but that's an entire state. They, versus, have, they also get in, they get to vote in Canadian elections. No, they do not. I'm glad you, you asked sure? that. I'm sure. I yeah. thought they got to vote in both. No, they don't do that. Oh man, they don't do that. I okay, thought get, a, I thought it was a province of uh, Toronto. We got to take a break after this break. More on 1027 ESPN. 
Jeff Ward and Ed Clements. Afternoons 4 to 6 on 1027 ESPN. You're listening to The Jeff and Ed Show on 1027 ESPN. Hey, the most loyal Aggie out there, it's this story broke this afternoon. We were talking about Ross Bjork leaving A&M to go to Ohio State. He was the athletic director. Yes. The captain of the Jimbo Fisher deal. Guess who the Aggies have tabbed as the university's interim athletic director? He's 79 years old. He's R.C. Slocum. This guy was unceremoniously <laughs> kicked a, out of his position. They found the nicest guy they could. Oh, this guy was he was head coach from 89 to 2002. He never should have been fired because they haven't done squats since yeah. RC left. And he's already well, he been was replaced by <sighs> Who was it, it? Dennis Francioni? It could have been Francioni. Yeah. Okay. Second role as A&M's interim athletic director. He served in the same role in 2019 when the university transitioned from Scott Woodward to Bjork. It's unbelievable. That guy is the nicest guy in the world. What's, he supposed, to, what's he supposed to do? They don't have anybody? I don't know. What is going on over there? Why can't they get that operation? They have plenty of money. They have, well, they have less now. He's the winningest coach in Texas A&M history. And they never should have fired the guy. Never should have fired the guy. Three consecutive Southwest Conference championships, 91 to 93, and later a Big 12 championship in 1998, which is the Aggies' most recent conference title to date. You think the Cowboys have had a drought? The old Ags have not won a conference championship since 1998. Well, good for R.C. Slocum. Is it? Well, I mean, I yeah. guess he gets a paycheck. I, he gets a paycheck. You know, he, he beat cancer. He had cancer. Okay. And uh, came through that. So I'm happy for the guy. I just, uh, you know, I'm glad. I'm glad. Uh, uh, who decided to hire the guy from Duke? Uh, the Board of Regents, apparently. The A&M Board of Regents. One of the, one of, uh, Mike Elko, who's a good coach. Don't get any. See, Elko was a former defensive coordinator. He's a good coach. For Texas a good, He did a good job at Duke. He did. At Duke. Okay. Uh-huh. In the ACC at Duke. That's right. At Duke. Beat uh-huh. Clemson this year. Yeah. At Duke. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And? Yeah. And? And that's about it. And? That's about it. And Duke is a lot like A&M? Uh, Duke. Mm. That's not even a setup joke. No. Right. So there was no pressure on Mike Elko. Yeah. I um. I I don't know. I mean, I hope it works for the guy because the world would be more interesting if they're good. I just I don't. Because Mike Stoops made it sound like he. Remember, he had the gig he one had, afternoon. He told his family and, and friends and yeah, other coaches. And then they pulled the plug, which, of course, should have made Kentucky really happy. Mm-hmm. Then I guess the Board of Regents pulled the plug. Yeah. And I, I don't... It's why? Just, well, like, what was wrong with Mike? What did I miss about Mike Stoops that, that rendered him incompetent? I believe they were enamored with Elko because Elko was a defensive coordinator for Jimbo for a couple of years, and that, he was well-liked. I see. He was well-liked. That, that all worked well, that tenure? It didn't work at a well yeah, at all, yeah. no. See, I, I, w- I would not. think you would try to get away from that time period. Yeah. 
right? No. For Elko, Elko jumped at the job. He's in the SEC. Well, of course he did. The ACC. Uh, again, he did a pretty nice job, but it was a Duke. I mentioned earlier that NFC Championship, I don't know why I said the Lions and 49ers, it's going to be on Fox with your guy, Greg Olson. Greg Olson, good. Yeah, so that'll it's be best, a, It's the best there is. At 5.30. At 5.30. And the earlier game's going to be on CBS with Nance and Tony Romo. That is a 2 o'clock kickoff, and both the games can be heard right here on I, 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 like, I like what they've got going on there with uh, those two guys. I mean, it's funny. Greg Olson. But here's the deal. It's funny. It's uh, it's quirky. It's smart. Um, do they do they kick him to the curb though? Because they've got well, I think they a guy by the name of have, Tom Brady. I mean, don't they have to? I mean, what what I, I mean, what Brady should say. It's not like NFL is having a difficult time with ratings. Okay, so you don't even have to have Tom Brady to draw an audience. I know what they're doing. They're trying to find the next superstar, but. Mm-hmm. You, you got you got him. It works. He's good. Yeah. So I don't know why it's such a terrible thing to tell Tom Brady we'll do some other games for a while. I mean, maybe Brady will be great, and then you have your answer. Well, maybe he's already signed that ironclad contract. Well, I know they're going to pay him thirty-seven million a year. That's crazy. We don't know how he's going to be. He's never. We've never they, heard him in that game. Right. We've heard him in, in his can deal with. Well, Jim, it's terrible. The can deal he does every week. No, I, I think it's uh, the Greg Olson thing with the other guy Burkhart is is funny it's different it's he, he knows it's stuff i mean I, I thought the conversation i guess were they doing the game about the cleats yeah were they yeah i believe so yeah he was talking about how how the 49ers guys are slipping and how what do you guys been doing mm-hmm. it's your field mm-hmm. and he was pointing out the did shoes they have game? lined up no i didn't do that game did you do that game I don't remember. It was an interesting segment, yeah. either way, saying, why are you guys falling down? The Packers are not. Right. And it's true. It's your home field. I mean, they it's had two touchdowns field. from defensive backs just falling down. I do think, I don't know what Brady's going to do, because I think people thought that when Joe Buck and Troy left the booth to go to Monday Night Football, there was going to be a huge drop-off. I haven't felt there's a huge drop-off with Kevin Burkhart and Olsen. Not no, at all. I, I, I agree. Not at all. I, I I don't know. I mean, I don't know what they've contractually done with Brady, but, you know, and maybe he's great. You never know. I mean, you didn't know that uh, Roma would be really good. You didn't know that Greg Olson would be really good. I mean, you, you, didn't, you don't know that stuff until you get some chemistry. Yeah. It's just, he even said, somebody asked me, he goes, well, it sucks for me. And it does. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's just kind of got going, and he's getting these big games, the biggest gigs. I kind of get the feeling that Brady's going to do something else. I think he's going to – he probably recognizes – He's going to turn down $37 million a year. Oh, you're right. He's going to turn down $37 million a year. He doesn't need the money. He's got a lot of money. You can't turn down $37 million. We will be back tomorrow with more on 1027 ESPN. Jeff Ward and Ed Clements. Afternoons 4 to 6 on 1027 ESPN.